Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, and welcome to my review of Marvel's latest film, Black Widow, which is out in theaters as well as Disney Plus, the premiere access. Um, so right off the bat, a um, couple of things, right? Number one, I'm going to talk about it in terms of non-spoilers and then get into spoilers, which of course I'll kind of make an announcement so that way if you haven't seen it, you know, you can tune out. But even in talking about the non-spoiler stuff, I will have to reference things from the MCU, okay? Um, so, you know, if you just want to be completely untainted, then don't listen, right? But, you know, as far as the other past ones, I will kind of touch upon those. So let's get into it. This movie fills in the gap, if you will, between Captain America Civil War and Avengers um, Infinity War, okay? It shows us kind of what happened um, post the airplane fight um, in Captain America Civil War, specifically for Natasha, a.k.a. Black Widow. And, you know, in this sense, um, it, it, it's almost like a video game side quest in a lot of ways. Like, you know, um, it's not part of the main story um, in that sense. Uh, but it just, it just, you know, rounds it out and it feels like a, a, a side quest in that way. But... I say that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, but as an individual movie, like, yeah, I found it enjoyable. I did appreciate it a lot. Um, you know, and the official summary is um, Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her ledger uh, when a dangerous conspiracy with ties to her past arises. Pursued by a force that will stop at nothing to bring her down, Natasha must deal with her history as a spy and the broken relationships left in her wake long before she became an Avenger. So, um, you know, just in that sense alone, it is, you know, it's, a, it's, it's important for Black Widow, but in the grand scheme of things of progressing the MCU in that way, uh, not necessarily, right? Um, and it differs from Captain Marvel for the reason that... Um, that we got to, you know, when that movie came out, we got to know Captain Marvel and things like that. So that way, when it fit into Infinity War, um, we had some context and so forth, and we we furthered the story in that way. You know, when you look at um, Black Widow in the past MCU movies, you know, we got to know her and things like that. Um, and it, it would have not, like, ultimately, would just this one you know, as a lot of people are saying, it just feels a little bit late, right? You know, it feels like, okay, they, they not that they had to do it, um, but, you know, in that sense, it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's go ahead. We're, we're overdue on this, so let's go ahead and make it as opposed to making it in the moment. Um, you know, some people argue in that sense of like, okay, uh, it, it was forced um, just to have to do it. You know, listen, I think from, from my understanding of it, um, you know, Scarlett Johansson did want to move forward with this. And in fact, she's an executive producer on this movie. Um, and, you know, unofficially, um, from what I've read, she's kind of, she was involved in, in helping nudge this forward and had some thoughts about stuff, especially like the post Me Too movement about putting this out there. And um, you can see undertones of, of, of that sort of um, ideology, let's say, and working through that uh, trauma, for lack of a better term, um, you know, I, I, in the undercurrents of this movie, right? Um, and, you know, the, 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 
I'm not the first person to make this, but it's analogous to like uh, Marvel's Jason Bourne, right? If you love Jason Bourne movies, I think you'll like this. If you're looking for more of the superhero stuff, um, you know, you're not necessarily going to get that because not that she's not a, well, you know, she doesn't have superpowers. Um, you know, she is just an incredible spy. And so that's, that's the type of action. That's the type of um, vibe you're going to get from this movie. And, you know, for me, uh, I am a fan of Black Widow um, Scar- and Scarlett Johansson in general, and I really did appreciate it. And I am I am a big fan of the Jason Bourne movies as well. So it fit within my wheelhouse, um, you know, for the reason because we know where Black Widow ultimately goes in terms of her trajectory, her character arc in uh, the quote unquote later MCU movies. Uh, it the stakes don't feel as high um, in that way, uh, you know, but there are stakes with the other characters and kind of the meaning that it has, you know, and, you know, I, I think you can, listen, you can take it one of two ways. You can be like, okay, it's it's predictable because, um, you know, where things are headed, quote unquote, but to me, you know, um, it's no different than like Romeo and Juliet, um, you know, Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Literally, he creates dramatic irony in the actual play by stating that they're going to die by the end. And so it's not about the reveals. It's more about how it gets there and the impact that it has. And I think in that sense, you know, the, the movie not hangs its hat on it. But, but, you know, that's what it's really kind of about is like, um, you know, how we got here type of thing and the ramifications of that. And those I thought worked well, you know, and much like... Um, uh, people are saying Florence Pugh, I thought, did an incredible job. Um, David Harbour, um, Rachel Weiss, like I thought just an incredible cast in that way. You know, um, am I a little bit perturbed that <laughs> continually we uh, get, um, you know, all these fake stereotypical Russian accents? Yes, 100%. But, you know, much like the idea that, um, you know, I know where ultimately... Black Widow as a character is headed, you know, I can forgive that equally, you know. Um, and when you do that, I don't know, I, I, th- I thought it was enjoyable, you know. Are these the most spectacular action scenes I've ever seen? Not necessarily, but, but you know, I think, not to call it average, right? I don't want to call it average, but I think, you know, um, it's not, not every movie has to, like, go above and beyond and create this, like, everlasting X, Y, and Z moment, right? I think, you know, I'd much rather have a, a good story, well told, and so forth, um, rather than just you know, because I've seen <laughs> a lot of crap, um, and I mean that in general, not not in terms of I just mean like in the grand scope of movies. And so this this is the type of movie I'd much rather have out there um, than something else, you know. And overall, so far, eighty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is um, which is pretty good. That's good. Um, and also, so far, you know, a lot of people have been questioning of the, you know, the split of theatrical with Disney Plus Premier Access. Well, we'll see ultimately what the numbers end up being. But so far, encouraging that uh, the Thursday previews came in at 13.2 million. That's that's pretty good. You know, that's I mean, that's 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 really good um, for Thursday night previews. Now, of course, you know, those are the people that, um, you know, that let's call them the diehards. They, they 
love this movie. They, they were going to go see it no matter what type of thing. So we'll see how the more average or casual um, Marvel fan or just movie viewer in general fares um, to, to, to bring out the box office. But we'll see. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, um, and maybe this is considered spoiler, so if you want to tune out now, although I don't think it necessarily is, but, um, you know, uh, I'm going to talk about kind of uh, the, the, the villain in a non-spoilerly way, but um, I don't know. <laughs> it's always tough with these things. Um, basically, you know, the... the um, there's not the the villain isn't necessarily a central point um, throughout. It's more kind of like a fetch quest um, or search and find type of movie. And then we, but but that's you know again the premise of Jason Bourne. Ultimately, you're not getting the main villain um, throughout. You know, it's something that um, Matt Damon's character in the in the Bourne trilogy has to you know get towards. Um, so you know. It didn't bother me in that way, uh, and what it kind of culminates to, I did appreciate. I thought, I thought um, was a cool action set piece, um, and yeah, I mean the, the the strength of this movie really lies in um, these four characters of Natasha, you know, Florence Pugh's character, um, Rachel Weisz, and David Harbour, um, and. It takes a little bit to get there, but but it's understandable. You know, um, I've seen certain criticism out there of like, you know, Black Widow is this reluctant hero who has to be pushed into this journey, and it's like, um, that's that's literally like the hero's journey, the call to arms, and the resistant hero. Like that's like what what? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, that sort of criticism. So. Um, yeah, uh, I think that does it for about the non-spoiler stuff. You know, like I said, I mean, if if you're someone that enjoys the Jason Bourne movies, enjoys like spy action, I, I think this will really gel with you. If you liked, um, uh, Cap, uh, you know, um, the the Winter Soldier and um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sorry, I, I keep wanting to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, but if you like the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, on Disney Plus, I think this will kind of be up your alley as well. Um, so go enjoy it, you know. And ultimately, you know, for me, it was preferable to see it in a theater, um, just because I don't know. I, I enjoy that experience a lot more. You know, obviously, it's a lot louder. The screen's bigger um, in that way. But you know, well, equally, I think you know, if you want to get together a group of friends, pay the I think it's thirty dollars for the Disney Plus premiere access. And just have a fun Friday or weekend night, whatever, you know, go for it. I think that that that's equally fun too. So let's talk about the non. Uh, sorry, let's talk about the truly spoiler stuff, right? Um, you know, in 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 that way, um, I was curious that they didn't kill off anyone um, in this movie. You know, I, I didn't think that they would kill off Florence Pugh because. You know, by all indication, it was like, okay, you know, she's going to be take on the mantle moving forward of Black Widow. Um, but I thought maybe um, Red Guardian, David Harbour's character, and Rachel Weisz, maybe, maybe they would um, be killed off, but but they weren't. You know, um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, we'll see how they might tie into future stuff if if they do. 
Um, you know, and then one of, one of the, I mean, the biggest kind of uh, discussion points is that uh, that that credit post scene, right? Because that's what obviously affects the future moving forward, and it affects the future seemingly, um, you know, not for the movie or the you know the movie uh, stuff. It more so the Disney Plus stuff with Hawkeye specifically, right? The, the TV show um, soon to come out, and so you know. Um, in that sense, the fact that they're teasing that as opposed to, let's say, the Eternals or Shang-Chi, um, you know, is, is a choice that they made. And an interesting one because this is the first time that, you know, uh, they're pushing more for the, the TV stuff versus the, the movie stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying it as a judgment call. I'm just stay, saying it's just, you know, that's what it is. Um, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, you know, one of the things that I think will be interesting to see how uh, Marvel Studios confronts this is the idea that whenever there's a standalone movie, you know, the idea that there's no Avengers there, how they grapple with it. And, you know, if there's any sort of nitpick that I have, it's that, you know, they lean into the comedy side of like, oh, the Avengers aren't here, the Avengers aren't here. It's like, I think at, the, at a certain point, we kind of get like, I think they've done like, credit to Marvel, they've done a good job of establishing that other, you know, there's other things going on in the world besides just, uh, you know, what's happening in this particular movie. And so to have, you know, even though uh, this, the, the stuff with the Red Room that they were facing was a danger to the world, it's not like it was the only danger and there was other stuff um, needed to be handled. Uh, so, you know, the heavy handedness into like, oh, where's your Avenger friends? Where's your Avenger friends? Where's your Avenger friends? Um, just a little bit, you know, it, it could have been parsed away just a little bit and I would have been fine with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. There's not, um, there's not necessarily too much to talk about in that sense. Um, I mean, I, I could talk about like the specific action scenes and things like that. Um, but Overall, I mean, I, I, would, I would be repeating myself in that same vein of it, it was enjoyable. You know, I thought, I thought, um, you know, does it like for me, the pinnacle of like an action movie is like the Matrix, right? Where you can, you have all these wide angles and you see the action, you get into like the bullet time and so forth. Um, not every movie, you know, movies aren't going to be able to pull that off. They're not even going to be able to always justify that. Um, and so, you know, I thought I thought the action stuff was well done. You know, um, for me, and I, I I appreciate the style even like early on, just the way the movie opens up. Um, I thought that was an interesting choice, um, the, and it, but it made sense, right? And I'm kind of seeing that backstory. Um, you know, the Last Supper seemed to be a very <laughs> big reference, um, whether consciously or unconsciously. They're always like eating dinner into the Last Supper. Um, I. I enjoyed the use of um, uh, the, the song "American Pie," especially, um, like, especially whenever like the the, the lyric of "This will be the day that I die," and um, it was just such a fun juxtaposition throughout. You know, especially like in that early scene. You know, you have um, uh, uh, Yelena, um, you know, kind of singing it like all 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 fun and and so forth. Meanwhile. 
you know, Rachel Weiss and, and David uh, Harbour's, you know, face when they hear that line, they're like, oh, we, this could be the day that we die, <laughs> you know, and, and that kind of repeats itself. But, but then, of course, um, it, you know, just that in general also creates this beautiful moment with, um, with Florence Pugh and David Harbour when they finally find um, Rachel Weiss's character about midway through, or give or take somewhere there. Um, I thought that was a really touching moment of, you know, what was real about their relationship, what versus what wasn't, um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, in general, like uh, there, it's some deep, dark stuff in terms of trauma, you know, for all of them, um, and trying to make the best they do, the best they can in this kind of world that they've been put into, um, and I think. You know, overall, that's why I truly did love the movie because I, th- I found that to be really well done. Um, so yeah, that's um, those are my thoughts on the movie. Of course, there's many other talking points that I could get into, um, but I think this covers the main stuff um, for me at least. But please ask any questions down in the comment section or uh, offer up your opinions. You know, let me know what you thought of it. Um, if you're going to call out spoilers, you know, please just put a spoiler warning. Um, and yeah, you know, let's, let's have, let's have a fun discussion. I would love to, to hear your perspective on this. So thank you for listening to mine and I look forward to reading yours until next time.